Welcome back to episode five of Around the Globe. Yep, that's right. Um, this is different circumstances. It's um, been a crazy week. It has been a crazy week. This is our fourth take of fourth this take. fourth take of this episode. Two technical issues. One was a anatomical issue that we wanted to take out. Yeah. Um, you know, things happen. Um, but thank you for listening to the yep. fourth episode. Yep. Um, thank you for listening to all of the episodes if you have. That's right. Um, thank you for we leaving us We finally reviews. cracked triple digits on episode one. We have. Thank you so much. We were at 103 listens on episode yep. one. So thank you so much to everyone who has listened to episode one. That's right. Um, this was a huge thing for us to start. And seeing that we've hit triple digits on episode one. That is, was a milestone. Is incredible. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really great. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcast. Um, we're everywhere: Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor. Overcast. Follow us, Overcast. <laughs> we're on Overcast too. Overcast, guy or gal, um, we still calling out to you wherever you but are. But we're pretty much giving up hope. Yeah, we're, we're giving up hope at this point that you don't want to be found, and that's okay. Yep. Um, we'll just leave it at this. This will probably be the last time that we uh we mention you, but maybe not. We'll bring it up. Probably not. Probably. Um. Follow us on Instagram That's at right. Around the Globe Pod. That's right. Um, send us some DMs. You know uh, what you want to see on the episodes. Yep. Episodes ideas. Topics. Yeah, topics we can talk about. We got. I think we have some good ideas moving forward. Yep. We have to brainstorm a little bit, but I think yep. we have some good stuff. We want to hear from the people. We want to hear and what you guys want to hear. Secretly, we're millennials, and we want you to do the work for us. Exactly, <laughs> because you know brainstorming is can be difficult sometimes. It's hard. Uh, you have creative, you have a lot, you have creative mountains, and then you have, just have gaps yep. where you're just in a That's right. barren desert, and That's you're right. like, I can't think of anything. Sometimes the harvest is plenty, but sometimes there's nothing to collect. Wow. Poetry. Yep. Thanks. Poetry. Thanks. Wow. Biblical poetry. Wow. Wow. Yep. What a great... It's, it's <laughs> 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 yeah, so send us send us some topics you want to see. Um, don't send us anything political. I'm going to say that nope. right now. We will That's not, a good call. we will not do anything political. I know some people were like, you you should do like a political take of Donald versus Joe Biden. I, we will not do that ever That's Big yikes. on this. We will not do that. We do not want this to become a political podcast nope. because number one, we, we just want to keep politics out of it. I think everything in this culture already has already become over politicized. Yep. And we don't I mean that in and of itself is a political statement. Exactly. You know. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you see, look, I already made a political statement. I didn't yep. even want to. And uh so we don't want to do that. So we want to provide an escape from just the divisiveness and polarization. Even if I will polarize and divide by saying I don't like uh Zaxby sauce, but that's a little bit different. Okay. <laughs> 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 so if you send in something political, just know it won't ever happen. Nope. It can happen behind closed doors between me and Rhett. Yep. But it won't ever be put on the episode. So, yeah, send us your ideas, and uh, we'll look through them yep. and hopefully come up with some ideas. But today's episode is going to be a good one. Yep. Um, This stemmed from... Just a conversation we from had. From a conversation we had and a season of kind of, of some creative... Uh, drought, <laughs> creative drought that uh, I had and Rhett had. Yep. And then uh, had a conversation that I had with a friend of mine. I won't mention their name. Um, Good call. Yeah. Look at us being professionals. <laughs> I know we're really being professionals. <laughs> we we learned because if I mention their name, I, we have to bleep it out. <laughs> and we don't want to do that. We're lazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to have to edit that. I don't want to have to like go through and yep, edit every yep. single bleep. So stem from a conversation I had. So if you know me and Rhett, um, mm-hmm. we have pretty two. We have pretty different um, theological and denominational differences. Which just to first off, go ahead and say we're both Christians. Yes, we're we're not like I'm a Buddhist and he's like a Christian, and I'm over here like. Yeah. Watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we're both Christians, but uh, just different denominational That's views. Right. Um, Rhett's Protestant or That's right. Baptist, I guess. Sure. Protest- the- theologically Baptist. Baptist, okay. Stylistically independent. Okay, independent, but still kind of so correlated Baptist. Something that my dad likes to say is that, uh, and I would describe myself as this he likes the word undercover baptist undercover baptist so theologically i i line up baptist but it's not like traditional backwoods kind of church okay that you think of when you think of southern baptist yeah so basically it's like independent but like when it comes down to kind of the core what we believe yeah it's it's baptist Baptist. pretty much and then if you know me i'm uh anglican Anglican. which was anglo catholic it was kind of a surprise when i first heard this yeah, Rhett, like I, I hadn't he, had any exposure to the Anglican yeah. uh, tradition mm-hmm. before I met you, and one time you were just like, "Let's just come to my church." Yeah, and I got there and I was like, "Whoa!" It's definitely a big jump if you come from, uh, like a just a regular like evangelical ev- evangelical Protestant. scene. Yeah, and then you come to an Anglican Catholic or any like Catholic or Orthodox church. It's definitely a huge like culture shock. Yeah, exactly. It's very two distinct, yep. separate things. Uh, like you said, I don't think you ever knew that. I think it was just one nope. day we were working. And I was like, uh, "You, I don't even know how it came up." I think the first time that I learned was that you told me you were gonna go and pursue becoming a priest. That is true. Yes, I am. Uh, and I was like, on the path of what going into the priesthood, <laughs> and Rhett was like. Wait, what are you? What? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, wait, are you? Because before that, we had talked about like different worship bands and yeah. just different musical stuff within like the evangelical, like new age kind of contemporary church. And then you were like, yeah, I want to be a priest. I was like, whoa. Was and if you ever, if you know, like, if you have any, or if you're familiar with Catholics, like, we still use, um, we still use like hymnals, yep, and organs. So. For me talking about like new age bands and stuff, Rhett was probably like, like apples oh. and oranges. He was like, wait, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't lining up in my head. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's where it stemmed from was me um going was wanting to go into the priesthood. Yep. And uh, so yeah, so what we're gonna do today is we're gonna talk about the uh, the differences, the differences, and the similarities, uh, and the similarities. We're not gonna go like super deep into it because we're not theologians. Uh, I mean, we're aspiring to be theologians. I mean, I would argue, and this might be a good starting point. I would argue that anyone who is a devoted Christian is a theologian and that theology is just the way in which we think about God and then how we live our lives in response to how we think about God. Mm, That was a deep statement. Wow. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, we're going to talk about like, but we're not like. Uh, we're not book writers, yeah, authors, we're not like, and we can go into every single detail. We're not professional vocational yeah. theologians. No, yeah. not at all. Not at all. Yep. So uh, you want to start us off, right? Sure. So let's just let's just kind of break down similarities first. Similarities. So um, things that we believe in common. Uh, the Trinity. Trinity. Yep. We we both believe in the Trinity. God is God is one. 
but in three persons. Yep. One God, three persons. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's right. Um, love the memes that come out of that. Just that one thing, yep. you know. <laughs> yep. There's so many things. I saw this one. It was like a uh, free coffee, one per person. It was like <laughs> Jesus walked up. And he's like, I guess I'll take three. <laughs> it's like, what a quality. <laughs> it was like oh, the genius. Great. I mean, that's creativity yeah. right there. That's hilarious. Um, what else? Yeah. So salvation. Salvation. Yeah. We Grace believe. through faith. Yep. Same. No, no works that can be added to, um, or contribute to our salvation. Um, salvation is by the death and resurrection of Jesus alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do anything to, you can't do any works, any charity. Salvation is uh, not your responsibility in the sense that you are not responsible for earning God's favor and salvation. Yeah, you can't do any good works, any amount of good works to get into heaven without. There, there is an active part in working out your salvation in that God has he talks about this in Ephesians. He says that that God has saved us by grace through faith for good works. So it's not that the good works mm-hmm. um, add anything or contribute to or earn our salvation. Um, the book of James goes to talk about how uh, the good works that we do are evidence of the salvation yeah. that we already possess. Yeah. Once you start living your life, through Jesus, you should obviously try to model that in your life. Obviously, right. help the poor. Right. Give give tithes. Yep. Help charities. Make sure you know what charities you're giving to. That's, that's right. That's a good thing because a lot of times you, we we give to these big charities and we don't really know like what's behind them. So I think it's a good time, good thing to look into it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing. You can't <clears throat> just serve the poor and serve the needy and, and serve give charities without having Jesus because those right. are just works and that's not you can't get into heaven like that that's right you can be a good person but that doesn't get to you into heaven that's right there's a lot of good people out there but they don't have jesus yep and um yeah so that's salvation and anglicans and and most protestants follow that uh line of thinking um and if you're catholic out there and you disagree we'd love to to have that conversation and and just hear you out and yeah for sure because I think um, if you know, if you are Catholic or Roman Catholic, a lot of Roman Catholics believe that um, good works, a lot of the time, is a, is necessary, is necessary to attain not, salvation. Is necessary to attain salvation, and that's really not the case. And if again, if you disagree, we would love to exactly. We'd love to have a conversation. And with if you. we're like uh, not describing what you believe correctly, correct us. Let exactly. us know. Let us know, and we'll. Uh, We'll come back in the next episode and uh, correct ourselves. See what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens because yep. we we wanna we wanna make sure this this goes right and we wanna make sure everyone is heard on this issue. Yep, that's right. And uh, baptism, we we have a slight difference, I think, in an understanding and practice. An understanding and practice, I think, um, in the Protestants, you guys specifically Baptists, specifically Baptists, they baptize they baptize um, believers believers early uh, later on in like the teen years or like. Early. Sure. It, it the the focus of baptism is just that um, baptism is a. This is how we understand baptism. It is an outward sign and a public uh, proclamation, and it's it's a believer saying to the known world around them, "I am a follower of Jesus," and this this act, this activity that I'm doing, is just a representation of 
uh, my devoted life mm-hmm. to Jesus. Yeah. And where we as Anglicans differ is that we uh, we baptize babies. Wow, at the same time. At the <laughs> we, we're getting better at... We don't baptize babies at the same, same time. time. We coughed at yeah, the same we, time. Yeah, we coughed at the same time. We're getting better at the at not coughing into the microphone, though. Yeah. And we're getting better at not smacking our lips, which is good. As soon as you said that, now I'm like, I can't smack my lips. can't smack my lips. I can't do it. I can't do I it. Can't do it. <laughs> um, anyways, back on topic. We're... Uh, where Anglicans differ is that uh, we we baptize we baptize babies, mm-hmm. um, sprinkle. We yeah we sprinkle. We don't dunk. Sometimes we don't, we don't immerse. Sometimes we have like the uh, some some churches have like the big kind of bigger uh, baptismal fonts and they kind of like immerse, but like like halfway immerse or kind of like kind of like dip, you know, like kind of dip in a chicken nugget and sauce, you know. Like dipping, yeah, I I wouldn't understand that because I don't, I don't you, do that. You, you guys you guys can see the the picture. Yep. Um, cause like a baby, you can't really like dunk a baby cause they're so they'll tiny. Drown. Yeah, exactly. They they'll drown. Breathe. They don't know how to hold their breath. No, they don't. Cause they're too small. Babies are so dumb, Exa- dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Was that a little harsh? <laughs> <laughs> you just straight up. Wow. Um, I yeah. Mean, so we, we have a, so we put a little sprinkle. We sorry have, to all the babies out there that, <laughs> that might be listening or something like that. It was just a joke. <laughs> it's just a joke, chill. <laughs> uh, we we baptize babies. We uh-huh. have a little, um, like you said, we sprinkle, and then we put um, a little teaspoon of salt in their mouth. Mm. Just a reminder that we should be the salt of the earth. Huh. Yeah, just not to lose our taste. Right. Um, and then later on, what Rhett was saying about um, how's the open proclamation, mm-hmm. how their baptism. Later on, we have um, a service called confirmation oh. where we where the believer who was baptized as a baby then comes forward and is confirmed mm. in the church in front of everyone he proclaims he, uh you have to memorize the 10 commandments mm-hmm. the apostles creed and the lord's prayer mm-hmm. and then the uh the bishop who's ever in that like whoever the bishop is in that presiding area will come and then bless you and then they give you a little slap on the cheek to turn the other cheek like sometimes it gets a uh, it's 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 a slap. So like, you've been through this. I've been through this. Yeah, I have been confirmed. Did it hurt a little bit? Uh, a the little priest bit. Slaps you across the face. It was bishop. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it hurt a little bit. You know, <laughs> it, it was like a nice little tap. Yep. Not like rear back and straight up <laughs> slapped, but it was yeah. it was a good little tap on the face. Yeah. And it, it stung. Wow. A, it stung a little bit because wow. sometimes I feel like they they don't know how hard they're hitting <laughs> you and they just rear back and just slap you. But no, it's not violent. And then um and then you kiss the ring of the bishop. Mm-hmm. So that's where we differ as far as terms of uh, as terms of baptism. Baptism, mm-hmm. and then. Um, but there's no like water immersion during confirmation. No. No. We we uh, bless you with holy chrism oil. We mm-hmm. make the we put the chrism oil on your forehead and the sign of the cross, mm-hmm. and uh and that that's it. There's no no submersion, no, no mm-hmm. immersion in water. Interesting. And then um another place where we differ is um communion. Yep. Kind of. Kind of. I don't necessarily know, and this is probably like really, I guess, an error on my part. Uh, I don't really know how many times, uh, I guess, a year. Do like do uh, evangelicals yeah, do communion? Yeah. So is it quarterly or monthly or? In my experience, it tends to be quarterly. Um, okay. But you said throughout the year. Yeah, like how many times do you so, take it throughout the year? So right? I know for you guys, it's like every week, right? Every service is I mean, Every service we take mass. Yeah, so 
Um, at the churches that I've been at, it's been at least once a month. Okay. Yeah, that seems pretty. Yep. I think. I think that's. Uh, I think that's a general. Yeah. Overview of that too. Yep. I just know that some churches will take it quarterly. I think. And, and then obviously at Good Friday we do it. Yeah, and then on Easter, right? I would assume. I don't know that we do it on Easter. Okay. I don't, I don't know that I've ever been to an Easter service where we did communion. Okay. Um, and I I don't really have a problem with that because that seems more of a uh, like, like communion to me feels very pre-resurrection. Mm-hmm. So the resurrection and Easter Sunday is like the celebration of what we've uh what we've taken part in in yeah. communion. Yeah. So communion represents the the sacrifice of Christ. Yeah. And then Easter Sunday is the the celebration of the resurrection yeah. after that mm-hmm. sacrifice yeah. has already taken place. Mhm. But I I assume that y'all do communion on yes. Easter. Yeah, we do do communion on Easter. It's more of like a bigger service because it's Easter, so it's like a little bit grander. Yep. So in the Anglican community and like in the Catholic community, um, we take communion every Sunday. We have mass. The whole service is kind of centralized around um, the mass. We take it every. We use real wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess you guys use yeah. So funny story when I went to your church. <laughs> oh, this was a real time. funny story. So this is my. This was so bad on my part because <laughs> I. I didn't, so Ezra did not prepare me. I did not and did not remind terrible me. Terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. No, we I weren't consummated at this moment. Just about to say that. <laughs> um, so I had forgotten, uh, or maybe I just didn't realize that <laughs> communion was going to happen every week at yep. the Anglican church. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize that this was not going to be the little grape juice and stale piece of paper they call a cracker that, <laughs> that sometimes uh, Protestant churches do. This was full on, uh, like, what kind of bread do y'all use? Was it a little cracker? Like, what was it? It's not a cracker. Is it full on bread? No, it's not bread. It's uh, like a um, a wafer. Okay, so... You get there, and the priest, like, like you open your mouth in front of the priest, or is it the bishop, or who the is priest, it? The priest, it's the priest. So the priest, like, puts the little wafer in your mouth. That was the first, like, culture shock. I was like, oh, okay, like, this, man, this man's him, about to feed me. Yeah, I also and didn't then, tell him that you could put your hands out and uh, yeah. and re- receive it on your <laughs> hands. So he just opened his mouth. And see, nobody else before me when I got up there did that. So all I saw were these people kneeling down and... <laughs> Opening their mouths like a yeah. dog waiting to be fed. Wow! I was like, I was like, all right, that's that's just what it reminded me of. They're just like, all right, give it to me. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I I guess this is what they do. And then, I it did not click that the Anglicans use real wine. Mm-hmm. So that morning, I was feeling a little congested. Mm. As soon as I yep. took up the cup, I was like, okay, now my sinuses are clear. clear. And Ooh. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Some warnings it hits your chest, bro, when it's cold and like it warms you up like legit. It it feels it feels good. Um but yeah, that was that was really It was a culture shock. It, that was really my bad as a friend. I and was as like, a as a Baptist, you know, like wine is not something that's very common. Yeah. Um and and so I've only had wine like 
once for like like I felt kind of sick, um, and so I I drank a little bit of wine and it it helped a little bit, uh, but that was like the only other time that I had ever tasted wine, mm-hmm. and so I sipped it and I was like oh okay that's yeah. what that tastes like yeah. It's it's better if you don't really like if you've never had it to just like I should have told you to ask for it on your to put the so you can put the host on your hands to just dip it in the cup to yep. put it on your mouth on your tongue because then it's like it's not as much wine. But I will say that it it was a good experience in that um so when I drank the wine it wasn't a very pleasant experience mm-hmm. so to say and I feel like I feel like that's missing in a lot of evangelical churches is that. When we actually take the elements, it's like, oh yeah, don't dink it. There we go. We just drink it. Yeah. Stick it. And then, so where what I'm getting at is that it really, in a physical way, helped me uh, relate and and just kind of get into and get into the perspective that uh, the death and the crucifixion was not a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So that. That was really a good spiritual uh, discipline, I guess you could say. Yeah. That that really made that experience and that activity a little better. Yeah, and kind of like how you were saying is um, how how you're saying like how it's unpleasant, and how it's like really like two like two communion services are pretty really, different. Pretty really different. Is and I don't know like I don't want to offend anyone out there, but you know, feelings get hurt. But I feel a lot of um, evangelical churches have kind of, I don't know, kind of like lost the sense of like sacredness sure. uh, around like communion. Yeah. I, I think yeah. it, I think it is, a, it's a sacred service. Like Absolutely. It, I think it should be like sacred. And I feel like it's become like kind of loose in sure. a sense. Sure. Like, like not as not as sacred. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna eat this cracker. This is something we do. Yeah, we're gonna eat this cracker and then drink this grape juice and then we're yeah. gonna like say a prayer. Like, hey, thank you God. I for- can even speak to that. I was at a service um, not too long ago and um, and so the band typically takes communion before the service mm-hmm. um, because typically uh, the band plays a song while everybody's taking communion. That's just something that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was sitting there and the pastor led us through communion. I, I ate the little piece of paper that they <laughs> call a cracker. And then I drank the juice. And then maybe, I don't even think it was 30 seconds later, someone was like, okay, so practically we have to do this, this, and this. And they were just talking about all of the, just the logistical stuff of the service. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, where, why are we doing this now? Like, see, I, feel, I feel like yeah. you've just, you've just rushed out of communion. Exactly. It feels yeah. like, why are we even doing it at this yeah. point? And that's where I feel like, um, like it's, it's a sacred, there should be like a certain sacredness to it. Absolutely. And like, like like you said, they just it like made me uncomfortable yeah. that we were just rushing out of communion. And like I've been to evangelical churches, like I, and like sometimes we'd take communion, and then they'd be like, there'd be they just take it, and then they pray, mm-hmm. and then like pray out of it, and then announcements at the end of church, and then it's done. And it's like wait, like this is like supposed to be like this a is pretty, a bigger thing. Yeah, this than is a bigger what y'all thing. Are making it. Yeah, this is a bigger thing than what y'all are making it, and that's what I feel like. 
in a lot of like evangelical churches, it's kind of lost like the the sacred element. Yeah. To it, the weight of it, the, is different the weight of it, yeah, and, and it's, not in a good it's way. not taken as seriously as right. it should be. Right. And like you the said, the gravity of it isn't felt the same way. Yeah, and like you said, like coming to this one and like tasting the wine, it really kind of makes you think like the death like yeah. wasn't a pleasant experience. Yeah. For it, so yeah, I'm glad you came though. I'm glad you were yeah. able to experience it. I think everyone should at least like go visit. Um, yeah, so I've had multiple times throughout my college career where I've had the assignment to go out and visit a church that is just way different than your mm-hmm. um than what you're used to and what your your tradition is that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Um and I think I did it uh at your church one time. But there was another time that I went to the Greek Orthodox church oh. in Tacoa and let me tell you St. Timothy's? Yeah. Oh, that's Russian Orthodox. That, is it was yeah. it Russian? Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless, it was Eastern Orthodox. Yeah. They were way different. That was different. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a two-hour service of standing up. Yeah. That yeah. you stand... I mean, you can sit down, but it's... Ex- and they told us beforehand, because there was another person in my class that was with me there, and they were like, you don't have to stand for the whole thing. Like, we, we understand. We know that there's lots of TFC people that, that come and, and do this thing, so... Yeah. You, you can sit it's down. It's a... Yeah. To preview, this is a two-hour service, roughly, like two hours, probably a little yeah. bit longer. And you're, if you go there, like you usually stand up throughout the, the whole time, the entire time. Yep. And like you said, like some, they obviously like they understand. Would, they understand like some people can't physically stand up for two hours. Yep. Straight through, especially if you're new, like who's trying to stand up for two hours? Yeah. I don't think I could do that. Nope. Like, there's nope. no way I could do that. Yeah, but that's a I've never I've I've seen it but I've never been to that church. I, yeah. I do want to go. It was a crazy experience. Yeah. I, I do think that a lot of people should like In like, a good way. Yeah. In a, a good yeah. crazy experience. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like a lot of people should expose themselves to like a little bit of a different a different view. Like go yeah. go visit Open a, your mind a little yeah, bit. Yeah, open go visit a Catholic church or something. Yep. And even in our church, like that was a little bit of a, a lower a lower church because if you go to like any other church they would usually have the uh, the incense like we use usually that was that was there at the the Orthodox church yeah the Orthodox church I know use incense yep and they were probably pretty heavy on them weren't they yep yeah <laughs> yeah they don't care they're yep. like it took me scoot, a, a scoot, good thirty scoot, minutes scoot. to to kind of get used to the yeah they're hot the box in the church yeah. <laughs> 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 they let the smoke go hey it's the prayers of the people right yeah I, I guess so it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's for I didn't really understand what it was for. Yeah, it's like to represent the prayers of the people, huh. in the sense it's in the Old Testament. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like to represent the prayers of the people, and how it relates to service. They usually like sense the altar. Yep. And to bless it, but like in our church, we we don't have a censer. We should, but we we don't because it's Is like that like a typical Anglican thing. That's usually typical. We we usually use uh, incense, but like we don't have one because we're a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wish we did have one so you could experience that when we were there. <laughs> but uh. Thank God we have a lot of open windows. So like, if it did hot box, like it would just blow out. I love incense. Like, I love yeah. the smell of them. Like, they're so amazing. It was definitely culture shock to Th- smell it for I the first it, time. I bet it was. You were probably like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly, for someone, I have asthma. I'm yep. pretty sure I said it. Surprisingly, for someone who has asthma, like, it doesn't even like affect my asthma, which is really surprising. Yeah. And I thought it would, and, like, it doesn't. It's fine. 
I would say this, though. If you do go to a Catholic church or Orthodox church and there is going to be incense, if it's a bigger one, there probably will be, make sure that you eat a good breakfast and drink orange juice. Because if you do not, the incense will make you lightheaded and you will probably pass out. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. I've known a lot of people who, like, they don't eat a lot and then they go and, like, the incense, like, because it's, it's a, the smoke gets thick. And yeah. It's an intense, very it's intense not, smell. It's not like a uh, independent church uh, fog machine. No. It's, smoke machine. It's in a it's very different. intense smell. It's like frankincense. Yeah. Like myrrh. It's like intense. Yeah. It'll hit you. It, yeah. It'll slap you in the face. It's very intense. So I will, like, make sure you eat. I could feel it, like, m- like affecting my stomach at, like, two hours. I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, make sure you eat uh, a decent meal. Yeah. And uh, orange juice is always, like, Interesting. the go-to. I don't know why. O- orange juice just works. That's, that's a good uh, life hack. Yeah, orange juice and graham crackers. Like, <laughs> eat a lot of graham crackers and drink orange juice, and you will be fine throughout the service. Wow. Yeah, man. That's all you need. That's all you need. I acolyte a lot, which is I help the priests. Um, I, I help the priests uh, prepare the ablutions, yep. like prepare the wine and stuff. So like I know that was another like kind of culture shock thing because I got there and I saw you in like your whole outfit. Yeah, my I was whole like, get up. Yeah. oh, look at my boy out hey, here. Hey. You already know what it is. You already know the vibes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm an acolyte. Um, I serve. It's kind of like. I guess you would say it's kind of like um kind of like being an assistant. Is it the same thing as an altar boy? Is it that is, what that is? It, it, that is basically what okay. that it is an altar boy. Okay. I wear a cassock and a whole like button up kind of like dress thing. It's a whole vibe. It's, it is the whole vibe. It looks pretty fire, honestly. Yeah, it does. And uh, I liked it. It was yeah. like white and red. Yeah, right? white and red. Yep, yeah, white and red. It's fire. And then I get up there and I help the priest. And so that's how I know, like, eating the graham crackers and stuff. Because when you get up there, usually the sensor will hang off of the thurible, hang off of the um, hang off a little railing right there. Mm-hmm. And it's like right there, right where you're fairly really? loose. So it's like right in your face. And you're just like... <sighs> <laughs> trying to breathe through yeah, it so the yeah. graham crackers and orange juice really comes in wow yeah so i'm glad you came though yeah it was, really it was great. a good experience it was a good experience had to eat lunch with all your people yeah and then that was a great time because the bishop had come yep that week yep and it was that was easter wasn't it mm, i don't think so i think it was later than that it, i think it was february that might have been i think it was february yeah we went up to the uh the priest my priest's house and we had oh, a little that was the other thing i supper. got there and I didn't know which building was the church. And so the the priest's house is like up on this hill above the church. And so I drove up his driveway and I was like, this can't be it. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Because the building looked like it was being worked on. Like there was construction stuff around it. And I was like, this. At the time we were, build- we were building a, a bell tower. And at the time he was okay. laying the bricks. So that's why he had scaffolding, scaffolding so around it. Like it. This- this building that looked like it was being worked on. Yeah. I was like, that that can't be it. Yeah. That was it. And <laughs> literally I was standing up when we were singing the hymn and I saw Rhett's car drive past and I was like, Man, he drove past. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was like, that's unfortunate. Yep. I was like, he'll find it eventually. Usually I always give people the address of his house because I'm like, they'll come down and see that oh, there's a church right here. That's yep. obviously the church. Nope. But it's okay. Yep. It's, it's right. okay. We made it. Yeah, we you made it. It was yep. good. It was good time. Um Sure. Yeah. So, and another thing that um, I think is, this is the conversation I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 
Anglicans and Protestants have pretty different views of um, of Mary, and it seems like different views of prayer, kind uh, of. of pra- yeah, a little bit. Um, at least there's something within Anglicanism that that y'all are comfortable with that makes a lot of evangelicals uncomfortable. Yeah. With. Um, right off the bat, where Anglicans and Roman Catholics separate, let's get into that. Mm-hmm. We do not worship Mary. Right. So Mary is not divine. Yeah, we yeah, she's not we don't Ma- worship her. And we're her. talking about Mary the mother of Jesus. Y- yeah, Mary the mother of Jesus. We don't worship her um cuz there's only one God. That's right. You know. One God in three persons. Yep. <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> there it is. So we don't worship Mary. We hold her in high regard. That's right. Because she is the mother of Jesus. That's she a did, big task. That is a big task. She bore giving birth to the Son of God. Exactly. That's she kind of a big deal. She bore Jesus. Yeah. So we hold her in that high regard. And one thing that we take from the Roman Catholics, mm-hmm. or we, we practically practically that we model after the Roman Catholic is uh, the prayer prayer breeds or the prayer rosary. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll probably post a picture of this on Instagram. That's a good idea. So you guys can see it. But I showed Rhett this before. It kind of looks like a necklace, a little bit. It does look like a like a really big big necklace. necklace. Um, that's what I thought it was at first when you showed me. Yeah, I was like, that's a big old necklace. I've seen a lot of people in the uh, the Latino community, yep. uh, the Mexican community. Yep. Um, shout out, shout out all you Latinos. Yep. Out there, um, they sometimes will wear it around their neck. Hmm. You're not supposed to do that. Really? Yeah, because it's not. A style it's thing. It's not a necklace. And it's not a necklace. It's supposed to be for prayer. So we use the prayer rosary like the Roman Catholics do. I'm pretty right. sure if you if you're familiar with like Roman Catholic Roman Catholics or Catholics or anything mm-hmm. in that sense, you know kinda know like what the rosary is or what it looks like. But like right. I said, we'll post a picture of it on Instagram. Right. And um it has a hundred and fifty beads, I think. Wow. I'm pretty sure. I probably that's, that's a lot. Yeah, you're probably right. I I I think I am right. I always miscount. <laughs> I, it's I think it's 150. Yep. But um, we we say Hail Marys, mm-hmm. like the Roman Catholics do. Right. Um, but kind of in a different sense. I think where the Roman Catholics, how they say their Hail Mary, wow, Hail Marys, <laughs> Hail Marys, <laughs> Hail Marys. <laughs> How they There's say the hail, <laughs> how they say their hail marys is more of a in a worshiping way, right? Instead of a in a holding, they believe that Mary has power, exactly, like divine supernatural power. Whereas we in Anglicans we pray the rosary as a sort of intercessory prayer, so like practically that's like me asking Rhett, it's like, hey Rhett, can you pray for me for this? And in reason. the same way, you're you're praying to Mary, asking her to pray to the one true God on your behalf. Yeah, intercess, interceding on my behalf. Right. And as you pray through them, um, like you pray through the rosary, they have like five big beads, which is uh, the decades. Mm-hmm. And each decade will hit um, an important part of Jesus' life. So they have like different mysteries. They have like the glory, the glorious, the luminous, the sorrowful, and the joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of kind of bad i usually only ever <laughs> say the sorrowful and like the joyful ones because like i never i don't think i've ever said the luminous or the glorious ones i'm like oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> sometimes i skip man <laughs> i'm like i'll just keep saying this one uh, what are you gonna so do? but 
uh, each beat, you you kind of meditate on each part of Jesus' life. Right. And it kind of helps you put into perspective. Like the sorrowful one uh, kind of walks along Jesus' path, like to his ministry, like how he was scourged, his mm-hmm. crucifixion, um, his resurrection. And it kind of puts into perspective, like his life. And as you're praying it, you know, you, you meditate on it. Mm-hmm. And another form of prayer that you can do on this, which is the Anglican prayer, they call it the Anglican prayer, uh, prayer beads, which is essentially the same exact thing. They just call it Anglican prayer beads. Uh, you can say um, the Jesus prayer, hmm. which is the one I showed you, mm-hmm. which is uh, Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yep. And you can pray that around the rosary. So mm-hmm. you just pray that and you just meditate on that because we're all sinners. Right. We all need forgiveness. Um, and there was a saint. I can't remember what his name is. I feel so bad. But uh, he would say that 5,000 times a day. Wow. And I was like. That's devotion. Like, yo, <laughs> that is straight up devotion. Like, I cannot say that 5,000 times a day. This might. So I'm going to say this right now. Like, shout out all the monks out there. But I love praying. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I love to pray. But after, like long periods of time of praying, like, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. You know, it just gets, like, a little bit, like, I, I, I just don't have the gift of being able to just sit there and, like, pray for, like, four hours straight. Right. Yeah, right. you know? Yeah. So he would say that 5,000 times a day. I can't wow. do that. So I just pray my rosary. Yeah. 150. I just say that 150 times because it's much simpler. Yep. Um, And that's where we as... um. Anglicans differ, and I'd put something on my um, my Instagram, mm-hmm. and it was a prayer to Mary, and someone that I know had we had we started a conversation about it, mm-hmm. and they kind of weren't understanding um, where you were coming from, where I was coming from, right? And we also pray to the saints, right? In like, the same way, in the, the same sa- way, the saints don't have supernatural divine power. You're just yeah, asking inter- them intercessory to pray prayer. on their on your behalf. Exactly, we're we're asking for intercessory prayer. It's like asking a friend to pray for you. Right. Um, I use the analogy of Saint Anthony. He's the patron saint of traveling. Mm-hmm. It's like when I go on the airplane, I hate flying. Really, it's the worst experience of <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> it's so terrible. Um, I usually play pray to Saint Anthony. It's like, hey. Like bless this travel time that like we don't go down and die like please like, I want to <laughs> live to see like the world change yeah and yeah and like that like I want to live a long time so I inter- I I pray for interceding right and um, because you can't physically ask them to pray for you because they're dead exactly and so you have to I can't just like exactly they're dead. Which kind of seems interesting to think that, you know, that that brings up like a question of the nature of prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, what what is prayer? When you think about prayer, the typical answer is, oh, you're talking to God. Yeah. But should that or does that extend to the saints and people of God who are with God currently? Mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily. I think that's an interesting and worthwhile conversation to have. I think it is too. I don't know. Because that kind of stems um, and kind of roots what you're talking about right mm-hmm. here is the nature of prayer. Yeah. And the Protestant like kind of sect, do you guys have any, like do you pray kind of, 
like how I said, like intercessory prayer, like any other time. No, so I think that the the evangelical focus is that Christ is the ultimate mediator between man and God, mm-hmm. and so I think evangelicals would argue that there there really doesn't seem to be a need or a necessity to pray uh, to the saints to intercede for you because um, that kind of seems like a a lesser intercession. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, you can, you can ask for a Toyota Camry, <laughs> but you could also ask for a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Like, like you have the option of both. Um, it just seems like the Lamborghini would be better than the Toyota Camry. Anyone with the right mind would pick the Lambo. And so it just seems, in my mind at least, it seems unnecessary and and I would almost argue kind of lesser to ask for intercession from the saints when we have uh, God made flesh to intercede for us. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is great because like, like we said, this is where like we kind of... Where we disagree. Yeah, and this is where like this person um couldn't understand uh couldn't understand it because they were saying that like And I'm not gonna call you a heretic for, for doing that. Oh which yeah. I think is where that conversation might have gone. Yeah, or did and, I th- go, and I think where it was yeah, like she, like he said, I think where it was going is where it was gonna turn into like they were gonna call me a heretic. Yeah. Because they couldn't understand the fact that like I'm asking for intercessory prayer and not like worshiping because they were grouping prayer and worship together. And in my mind, in my understanding, and I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. hold this Mm -hmm. to be true. Prayer and worship are very two separate things. They're not synonyms for each other. Yeah. Praying and worshiping are different. When I sing, and when I'm singing a song or I'm singing a psalms or whatever, I'm worshiping. Right. But when I'm praying a prayer or I'm speaking to God or I'm talking to or I'm praying my rosary, mm-hmm. that's me praying. Like those are two separate things. And I think that I think I might disagree with your your definition in that worship is a broad category. And prayer is a very specific activity. So prayer is worship in that prayer is an act of the broader word worship. But um, so all prayer is worship, but all worship is not prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, there are different things that you can do that would fall under the category of worship that would not be the same as prayer. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, they were trying to group worship as like prayer and they were trying mm. to like overlay that and saying well you pray anytime you worship yeah, anytime, gonna, and, yeah. and anytime you pray you're worshiping yeah and they were trying to say that like when i pray my rosary it's like that's me worshiping mary and i was like it's not though because i'm not i'm not worshiping her right like, i'm not staring right. at a picture of her i'm not right. staring at her statue and you don't view her as divine exactly I'm supernatural not, i'm not staring at her statue and like bowing down to it and being right. like oh my right. goodness mary like you're so like give me power yeah, give, give me strength yeah uh, yeah and exactly and i think that's where it was like the lines were being blurred and i think it'd be the lines can be easily blurred yeah like sure and I, 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 it's an easy thing to do and uh like it says we were talking about this in hebrews it says we have a cloud of witness around us right and i told them i was like well 
we have a cloud of witness around us. And I was like, the people in that cloud are people who have gone before us. Like they're Moses. not angels. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not angels. They're dead people. Right. And I was like, are the angels dead? Like, no. No. I was like, they're Moses, Abraham. They and Hebrews. It literally says Moses. It talks about Moses. If you read it, the yeah. chapters before, literally, the chapter before is the chapter that people call the Hall of Faith, mm-hmm. which is talking about all of the righteous people of God in the Old Testament. And then literally the next sentence in the next chapter talks about the great cloud of witnesses that we have that surround us. So obviously there's definitely a connection right there. Yeah, and we're surrounded by a cloud of witness. And I was like, so we're surrounded. And they were like, well, that's taken out of context. And I was like, no, that's the exact context. I was like, that's the context. <laughs> I was like, there's, there, the saints are obviously dead. Yeah. I haven't seen a saint walking around. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. They're obviously dead in the cloud. So when I asked for intercessory prayer, like, that's not... That's not worship. That's not worship. Yeah. Because they're, they're around us, like, and that's what they're there for. Yep. In, in the Anglican view. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And... And again, I don't think that... And there may be some out there, but I personally would not argue that there is something wrong with that mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, I just... I don't. I, think I don't it, see the point. Yeah, of it. I think it has to. Like, you can't. If you're a Protestant, like coming, like if you coming from Protestantism straight into, Ang- I think it's going to be super hard for you. Like you're saying mm-hmm. to just jump into automatically. Oh, it's like yeah, cool with Mary. Like cool yeah. with praying my rosary. Yep. Like I think it takes time to yeah, to sure. build that up. Sure. Because it's very two different things. Like it, two different uh, ideas of it. Sure. If and there's a stigma around. Yeah. Because. Yeah, within there's a, Protestantism. Yeah, there's a stigma around like, oh, you can't worship Mary. You can't do anything with Mary. Yeah, because because if you do anything with Mary, it looks like you're praying and and worshiping exactly, Mary. Exactly, exactly, and that's, but that's where, not the case. And that's where the lines, like I said, that's where the lines get blurred because it automatically gets grouped into, oh, they're worshiping Mary and they're holding her, and everything they're doing is sin and heretical. Exactly, yeah. and that's they're heretics. Yep. And I think that's where like people can't make that distinction between Anglicans and Roman Catholics is where it's like, no, we don't. We're we're acting for intercessory prayer. Like we still hold her in high regard. Like right. I still pray the rosary. Still say Hail Marys. Right. Still say the Angelus. But like I'm not worshiping her. She's not her. God. She's not God. Right. She's not God. Right. No, that's not what we believe. Right. And like the conversation with the person did not end. Like it just ended. They never responded. And you know who? If you listen to the podcast and like I will want to finish the conversation with you. Yeah. No bad blood. Yeah. No bad blood. Like. I know I talked about it on this, and this was what kind of sparked this whole thing. Right. But uh, nobody's angry at anyone. Yeah, I'm not angry at you. Like, I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. I love just like talking about the differences and trying to help people understand. Yeah. Because I don't want people to like have this one like idea in their head. Sure. And to be sure. biased about one thing. Yeah. And to, like you said, that. And especially not to be biased about things that, that aren't. Um, and. This may sound, uh, this may come across differently, but things that are not essential. Mm-hmm. Like there are things within the faith that we can disagree about and talk about that should not um, polarize against one another and say yeah. you're you're a heretic because you don't believe that that the sign gifts still exist today. You know, for instance. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like. No bad blood. Like yep. I, I love talking about this stuff, and I would love to continue talking with you. Yep. If you chose choose, you know, DM me if you have my number. Yep. Hit me up with the text. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's where, 
we we wanted to make this episode yeah and kind of talk about this it was really cool because yeah like i i think we both enjoy this yeah we were really looking forward to recording this and then sunday came <laughs> this is wednesday of the week mm-hmm. and sunday came that's usually our recording ago, day three days ago and we ran into some technical difficulties mm-hmm. and we almost cried because and we I were told, really excited i told her i said satan works hard but god that's works right. harder that's right and I was like, we're going to get this episode recorded. I don't care how long it takes. That's right. What we have to do, we will get this episode recorded. Yep. And I'm glad we got it. Yep, me I too. Th- it was great. And um, if you guys want to like hear more about this stuff and yep, like, let us know. see some more episodes on this, um, I we could talk about a lot more yep. on this, like on these two topics. Yep. Um, and and just sh- matters of faith. And yeah, and just matters of faith, like shoot us a DM. Yep. Um, maybe you'll get that email maybe running get at that, some point. Yeah, maybe we'll get the email running. Like, email us when we get it running. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for listening today. Yep. Um, share share this with a friend. Yep. Share this with your Protestant friends. Share this with your Catholic friends. That's right. Share this with your Orthodox friends. Um, share it with your Muslim friends. Yeah, share it with your Muslim friends. Um, share it with your friend in the grocery store. Um, share it with your grandma. Share it with your grandma. Yeah. Share it with anyone you see. Yep. Be like, hey, you like podcasts? Go listen to Around the Globe. Yep. Um, subscribe on Apple Music. Uh, make sure to leave us a rating. Yep. We love ratings. We love. We got a new review last week we from my boy, the Blue review. Mamba. We did get a new review. Please leave us reviews. We love reading your reviews. Yep. So please, if you have a the chance. The two that we've gotten so far are just hilarious yeah. and we love them. So if you have a chance while you're listening to the podcast, just go down to Apple Music. If you're listening on Apple Music. Multitask. Apple Podcasts, just go down and write a write a review. Yep. We love reading them. So yep. we love to hear your feedback. The first one that we got, we'll just give a preview of how simple it could be. <laughs> My little brother, he put one on there. He said, it slaps. It slaps. That was it. Five stars. <laughs> Bam. We love it. You can go a little bit more in depth if you want, but, but like you don't, but have, you don't to. have to. We're, you're not obligated to. Yep. It's only if you're, it's your free will. You have free will. Oh, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get <laughs> into that. You have free will. Um, <laughs> you have free will if you want to write a review, yep. but we, we love to we love to read them. So if you want to write one, please do so. Yep. Uh, follow us on Spotify. That's right. Share it. Put it on your social medias. Um, listen to us on Pandora, Overcast. We are everywhere. If you're listening on Anchor, thank you so much for mm-hmm. listening on Anchor. Shout out Anchor for for making this happen. For making this happen. Leave us five stars on Anchor too. Yep. They do five stars on there too. Yep. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. That's right. <laughs>